Hello, listeners, and welcome to Your Movie, My Movie with Dan and Steve. I'm Dan. And I'm Steve. In this episode, we're talking about one of my picks, the 1999 movie Random Hearts, directed by Sidney Pollack. Mm -hmm. We will be talking about spoilers in this podcast, so if you want to watch the movie first, uh, now's the time to do so. But before we talk about the movie, Dan... Who would you recommend this movie for? Who would I recommend this movie for? So my first question, I guess, to answer your question with a question is, um, how honest do you want me to be? Be as honest as you, as you need to be. Okay. Um, I would recommend this movie for... white soccer moms who need to, to kill an afternoon. With a bottle of wine. <laughs> or two. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, 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 I might have some brutal opinions on this one. I don't know. Oh, interesting. Yes. Interesting. Yes. Uh, well, I would recommend this movie for people who hate romance movies. <laughs> ah, interesting. Yeah. Okay. That's why I love it so much. I was going to ask you, what do you love about this movie? What made you pick this movie? And that's... That yeah, movie? that's exactly it. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a romance movie that hates romance. <laughs> that's crazy, isn't it? Wow. Okay. Does that, does that put the whole movie in in, an, in a new light for you? It does. It does. That's such an interesting perspective. I would have not thought of it like that way. Mm -hmm. Where do we start now? Okay. Well, that, was, I mean, <laughs> that, that makes sense, though. <sighs> This movie is not what I expected it to be at all, mm -hmm. but I guess I don't know what I expected. Okay. Yeah. Uh, wh where do we start talking about this? Like, what do we start at the beginning? Oh uh, yeah. Where do we start? <laughs> do you want to start at the beginning well, of the movie itself? Or do you want to talk about the theme? Well, it's just, or? okay. Well, first of all, I'll just, it's stars Harrison Ford, right? It's, yes. it's a 1999 film. Harrison Ford at his grumpiest, by the way. <laughs> yes. He's so grumpy. Uh, yeah. 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 1999 is set in Washington, D.C. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, it's, you know, Harrison Ford is a cop um, who does like internal investigations for the police force, right? Yeah. He investigates yeah. other cops. Yeah. So not only is he suspicious of people, he is suspicious of cops, which means he is suspicious of everything. He's like <laughs> the narc who narcs on narcs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the love interest of this movie is, um, you know, Kristen like, Scott Thomas is the actress. A 37-year-old white lady running for a Republican Congress. It's in New Hampshire. In New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, the movie kind of, kind of, you know, it, it, it kind of lampshades a little because Harrison Ford as the cop, he's testifying against a defendant um, who's black, and and he has a lawyer who's a black woman, and she's like, you know, what was it like? Well, the the lawyer that's kind of against him, right? The I don't. Yeah, yeah. But what were you going to say? Wasn't she like, you know, why is it? Is is it because you're black or no? <laughs> She says, like, why didn't you get, what is it, sergeant? Yeah. Why didn't you make sergeant or whatever? I think he's he's currently a lieutenant and he wants to make sergeant. Is that the ring? No, he's a sergeant and, he, and he's not a lieutenant. Okay. So um, she's like, why haven't you made lieutenant? Is it because, it, why do you think it is? Is it because you're white? It's just, that, that was weird to me. But, like, that's the only racial thing in it, really. I mean, um as text <laughs> yes yes there's plenty of subtext but as text there there that is the only yeah yeah i didn't understand that at all though like what did that even mean well well we're also getting ahead of ourselves we're, we're, yeah. we're getting ahead okay. of ourselves because the first image of the movie mm-hmm. it's a room with a bed oh and then there's the answering machine and then you oh yeah yeah okay yeah yeah and then you hear the voices from the answering machine but you don't know who they're from or what the context is you also hear that lovely jazz piano score <laughs> yes all throughout the movie yes this movie is so 90s this movie is so 90s well i don't think that that's not a 90s thing that's a sydney pollock thing mm. <laughs> because he also directed the firm earlier mm. and that has a famous piano jazz score <laughs> like it's really great in that movie this yeah. movie it just it, it it felt it felt strange the the jazz piano really <laughs> yeah i did not like it uh it just i loved it <laughs> it felt like lobby music to me and that's what that's what this movie felt like it felt like a lobby movie <laughs> That's kind of fair, you know. I was thinking I was going to talk about this, and I was going to be like, "Yeah, I, I, this didn't, movie didn't do well, and I have no idea why." Well, now apparently I'm going to find out. <laughs> Wait, really? You didn't know why? No, I love this Are movie. You... I really, legitimately love this movie. Wow. Okay. I I feel bad that I'm going to probably tear into no, it. No, you should tear <laughs> into it. That, that's what you're here for, you know. Okay. Open and honest. That's All what right. we're doing here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I understand why I didn't do. Well. I literally wrote down on page three before I said permission to be mean, and then I can't. Right under that, I wrote, I can't imagine seeing this in theater. <laughs> it's not a theater movie. Yeah. No wonder why I didn't tear. It's two hours and fifteen minutes long. <laughs> Yeah, it's not a movie. It's not a theater movie. It's a it's a movie you watch at home. You know, at three in the morning. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, sure. Oh, that, that too. Yeah. Which is like a one of the one of the jokes in this movie. Which, but I mean, anyways, you get it. You have to watch the movie in order to understand my joke. You know. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, or listen to a complete review. Yeah. So. But the voice on the tape recorder, right? Yeah, yeah. The the answering machine for the phone. And it's so funny because, like, answering machines are, like, such important plot points. Yes. And, like, everything from before, like, 2010, answering machines are such important plot points. Yeah, yeah. Like, even, like, the Seinfeld episode where they have to, like... Anyways. <laughs> I, I, I wish we still had that convenient plot device. But we don't anymore. Well, yeah, but now we have different. No one devices. leaves messages anymore. Really. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, really. So, but yeah, I, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. And so, yeah, 1999. Yeah, that's the first image, the apartment, and we have no context for it. Right. And then what happens? Then, well, one of the first images is like two candles or something on their their night bedside table. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so then we hear the answering machine. It's uh, a woman saying that she's going to be flying to Miami, um, but she, like something got delayed. Um, she might be late, and if she is, he should go, and she'll catch up. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and so then we we see Harrison Ford jogging, mm. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks like um, I don't know, like he shouldn't be jogging necessarily. I don't know. Yeah, he just looks like a very sweaty old man who's jogging. I don't know. I, I... We'll wait till we get to the cabin. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Right. Okay. So I, okay. I love this movie, but I also know that there's ludicrous points. You know, there's <laughs> ludicrous parts of this movie. Because, yeah. Okay. At what point in time did you notice that Harrison Ford wore a stud in his ear? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I I think it was like maybe the first I don't know first half hour first twenty minutes. But okay. not, actually no wait it might have been the opening scene. Okay. I don't remember, but I was like, does he always wear that? Because I feel like he does. Outside of acting, but I'm not sure. Mm. Anyways, that was very strange. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, maybe it gives some like context for what happens later that he might be having a midnight crisis. <laughs> but I don't think so. I, I don't. That's the I actor, don't know what, not the character. Maybe. <laughs> I'm thinking that's what it is. Yeah, I didn't notice it until the Miami part when they got the neon lights, you oh, know, really? reflecting off it. That's oh. when I realized it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, but wait, I'm I'm sorry, I'm a little confused. Wait, the 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 phone call yeah. that was from Harrison Ford's character's wife, right? Yeah, um, she's uh, the that actress is yeah Susanna Thompson. Yeah, yeah. Susanna Thompson. She was in, she played the Borg Queen in Star Trek Voyager after mm. this, and she also played Oliver Queen's mother in Arrow. Oh, like the the. Uh, the Arrowverse CW Arrow. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're gonna be talking about all the actors in, yeah. and what they've done. There are a lot of actors in this movie that are pretty high profile. Yeah. Okay. So, so that was his wife calling, yeah. but then he's jogging and he goes into the the kitchen and she's there. Mm-hmm. And so they have a quick conversation. And he he wants to take her out for dinner. Yes. And she tries to get out of it to the palm. Yeah, to the palms. Oh, which ties back in later. Yeah, and she's like, well, I might be busy, or, you know, mm-hmm. she tries to get out of it, but he really wants to do it, so she says, okay. Mm-hmm. And she's looking at the clock, the yeah. whole conversation, basically. Yeah. And then she she sultrily walks off to the bedroom and gives him bedroom eyes, basically, and he's like, mm-hmm. uh-huh. And then we get to see Harrison Ford's, like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, but just his eyes <laughs> when he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, that, that cracked me up for some reason. Like, I don't know, I just thought that was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, the very just It's just weird seeing, I don't know, I don't know how I feel about Harrison Ford anymore. 
<laughs> well, this was this movie is very out of his wheelhouse, mm-hmm. you know, because there's the Harrison Ford thriller, yeah. which I love in movies like that are, you know, presumed innocent. Like Air Force One, maybe? No, earlier. Uh, no, no, not that. Because okay. it's, it's presumed innocent. And I can't think of the others, um, but there are a few like, uh, yeah. Jeez, that's the only one I can think of. At, at the <laughs> that's moment. okay. But but there's also like frantic. He was like he was um one of the what is it the Tom Clancy novels. He was in all the Tom Clancy novels, right? Um, no, he was only in two. He was in Clear and Present Danger mm. and Patriot Games. Who was that though? Jack Ryan. Or Jack Ryan. Something? Yeah, okay. yeah. To keep on moving the plot along, I guess. Yeah. And then he is in the office, which is the the police station, and. There's like a high school girl um, with really cool hair. Like I, mm-hmm. I like really liked her hair. It was cool. But she's like a high school black girl with, you know, like cool hair. But she's very obviously grumpy to be there. She's there for questioning because mm-hmm. they found a gun in her locker. But then we find out later that like this is the sister of someone that Harrison Ford's character, Dutch is his name, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's investigating. No, that's that's not what happens. What? No. No, what what's going on is that gun. Yeah. Um it was used in a murder. Yeah. And the police had impounded it, but after it was impounded, it got into her hands. Oh. So they know that somebody from the police station is selling impounded guns. Okay. Well, that was her brother though. Her brother is well, I know that she has a brother who's in who's in jail because he then uses that as leverage later in the movie. Oh, what they say is that um, her brother is in jail, so she might have been holding it for her brother. But it wasn't sure. Um, oh. But it's ambiguous about if that's gun, guns for her or okay. if it's her brother. But that's okay. like a minor point. But, okay. All right. Yeah. Um, so they know that there's a dirty cop selling selling impounded guns. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. Yeah, well, that part is really interesting because, you know, they're, they're trying to figure out what they can do with her because they don't oh, have right. a lot of evidence to hold her with. Mm-hmm. So then the one actress, she played, she was in The Sopranos as. I haven't seen The Sopranos. I'm sorry. She was in Nurse Jackie. Nurse Jackie. What's, I haven't seen that one either. Everybody's going to yell at us because we don't know her name right off the top of our head. She's blonde. Edie Falco. Edie Falco. Okay. Yes, Edie Falco. You know, she's like, hey, you know, we could detain her for a week. And he's like, well, how can you detain her for a week? We could lose her paperwork. And he's like, no, I don't want you to do that. I don't want you to even think about that. That's why people hate cops. Yeah. So, you know, he's a cop who polices cops and he's very by the book and he's not corrupt at all. Yeah. So that's where we start the movie at. Yes. With him. Yeah. And then him and his partner, right, they go because they're on a stakeout. Um, to basically stake out one of the, you know, another cop. Yeah. Who is his his partner? By the way, was played by Charles S. Dutton, and he was in Rock, the TV show from the nineties. Okay. He was also in Alien Three. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was also in Nick of Time with Johnny Depp, which is one of the first movies Johnny Depp sold out in. <laughs> <laughs> but him, he was, what was his name again? I'm sorry. Charles S. Dutton. Charles S. Dutton. And this movie was my favorite part of the movie, probably. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I loved his character. I, I thought yeah. he was fantastic and like a really good actor. I, I like 
yeah, I'm, I'll we'll, I'll talk more about him. But he was yeah. probably one of my favorite characters in this movie. No, he. I think he was. Well, well, to speak about the characters, like almost every character is like horrible. <laughs> yeah, and they're all very like stock characters. I feel well, some of them. Anyways, mm-hmm. he was my favorite part of the movie, probably. Yeah. So him and him and Dutch Harrison Ford character are you know doing the stakeout, and this guy's like walking around back and forth, looking really worried. It turns out that his buddy is in the basement. His his partner, his, his cop partner, is in the basement, um, hostage because the bar owner, who has been illegally selling alcohol, has him, you know, under the sights of a shotgun. Mm-hmm. And so Harrison Ford goes down there because they're there. He suggests Harrison Ford suggests that they're basically, you know, heavy arming this these owners of businesses for yeah. bribes basically yeah uh, extortion yes these you. cops are yeah extorting money from these people and you know even though this guy doesn't have a liquor license but he's run so he's running an illegal bar he's been paying money to this cop this dirty cop played by dennis Haysbert. yes the all-state guy <laughs> the all-state guy he was in he played the president in 24 he was in major league with Charlie Sheen. He was also in Navy SEALs with Charlie Sheen and Michael Bain. <laughs> oh, he was in Heat. Yeah, he was in Heat. He played the guy who was the uh uh he he was the uh he was a parolee and mm-hmm. he worked at a diner and then you know he got a job and yeah. Yeah. He's great. He yeah, he's incredible. But I all I all I think of when I see him is the Allstate guy. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. So he's down there and he's, you know, getting yelled at by this this other guy behind the bar. And this guy is also looks really familiar. I need to talk about him too, the bar owner. Bill Cobbs. Mm-hmm. He was oh. he was in um the Hudsucker Proxy. Yes. As the j- magical janitor. And the reason I know him <laughs> is because he was in the Night of the Museum. Okay, yeah. Well, he's been in a ton of stuff, though. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks like he's been in The Color of Money, That Thing You Do, a bunch mm-hmm. of stuff. The, body, oh, yeah. the Bodyguard. Yeah, that's right. But I could just tell he was like, you know, a serious actor, like, who's been in a ton of stuff, just his yeah. face. He was great. So he's mad at this guy. And uh, what is the guy? The guy's George, right? The the dirty cop. Yeah, yeah. Big he's, George, I think they're called. He's yeah. called. Yeah. And he's got a gun on his leg. And basically, he's he's about to shoot the bar owner. Um, but Harrison Ford talks everybody down, um, takes the guy's gun, and I think he arrests him or something. No, he doesn't. He, yeah. he, 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 he gets George out of the bar. Yeah. And then when he's alone, he, not, not George, hold on. Harrison Ford gets the old man out yeah. of the bar. Says, take care of him, guys. Yeah, yeah. So he goes out, and then he talks to George, and like they basically threaten each other. Mm-hmm. And Harrison Ford arrests him for being a dirty cop. Yeah. 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 So that's his story. And then we have to go to the story of Kristen Scott Thomas. Mm-hmm. And she's, yeah, she's a woman from, she's a congresswoman from New Hampshire, or she's running for Congress. And she apparently she only has her father's name, who was a congressman in that district before her. That's kind of what she's been running off of. Mm-hmm. And so she's trying to, you know, get elected. And that's what her story is. Mm-hmm. And so it's like right from the start, you have this interesting thing where you have Harrison Ford dealing with, you know, the low class, basically. Mm-hmm. And then Kristen Scott Tom Thomas you know dealing with the upper class yeah 
And so it's like a very, it's a very interesting dynamic, especially when there's no black people. Yeah. <laughs> the upper class she doesn't deal with any black people. It's crazy. Yeah. But I mean, you know. It's New Hampshire. <laughs> Are you- New Hampshire in 1999, and she's a Republican. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was weird. <laughs> anyway, running as a Republican, that was very weird. <laughs> so yeah, her husband goes off, and he catches a flight. And yeah, well, the- what happens? What happens is her husband says that he's going to New York. Yes. Yes. And then Harrison Ford's wife calls him and leaves a message saying that she can't go to the Palm tonight. She has to go to Miami for a shoot Mm -hmm. because she works for Saks Fifth Avenue and they shoot catalogs down in Miami. So -hmm. she says that that's where she's going to. Mm -hmm. And, And then what happens is Harrison Ford and Kristen Scott Thomas, um, they, you know, have their storylines and in the background you hear about a plane crash. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was very well done how they, you know, did that and like kept it in the background. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's a plot point. So it's like this little thing, you know, that the audience can catch up on. But for the characters in the movie, you know, they don't pick up on on it until it's important to them. Yeah. I think Harrison Ford's character, Dutch. He goes to a bar and he, like after work, I guess. But this is cool because the, the bartender is like, I think his name is Emmett, Emmett Walsh. There's a, there's a, there's a middle initial there somewhere, but he's the super famous like character actor who's been in like everything from Blade Runner to, um, I don't know. He was in Sneaky Pete, but that's a show that I don't, not, not many people probably have watched, but he's in it for literally one scene. Um, oh, he was in Blood Simple. Um, but I thought that was cool. His name is M Emmett Walsh. Okay, there you go. He he didn't he was uncredited. That's crazy. Hmm. But anyways, he's in it for only one scene. Uh, I thought that was cool. But that's where he learns right that there was a plane crash, mm-hmm. and that's when he asks Emmett Walsh for quarters to make a call with the payphone, and that's when uh, Dutch starts investigating. Back when they had payphone. Yes. <laughs> also. <laughs> yes. So then there's like. That's kind of Harrison Ford's driving force in this movie is he investigates. He's an investigator. Um, he he needs to get to the bottom of things and he has questions and he needs answers. That's his basically is one of the main parts of his character. Yeah, absolutely. So it that's also a weird part of this movie. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it it's almost like a thriller and that, you know, there are these things that he needs to find out. Yeah. But it's not like, you know, because of drugs or, you know, a conspiracy mm-hmm. or anything about that. It's like, you know, why did my wife fuck this other guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, so, mm-hmm. so it kind of plays out, you know. It, it, it's like it's not a thriller it's just thriller adjacent <laughs> barely well yeah no that's what i thought i came into this movie thinking it was going to be a 90s harrison ford thriller but it okay. was not <laughs> i don't know uh, you told me that it was sort of a romance so i should have known but mm. well the name is random hearts i mean yeah i mean after i was like oh, okay this is not this is this is a strange movie yeah but basically it takes it this movie takes forever to get anywhere. That's why it, <laughs> it's so slow. Did I find a movie that was slow paced for you? Yes, because it doesn't like the stuff doesn't matter. Like this is the type of movie that can be fast, that can cut things out. 
There's no atmosphere building in this movie. You know what I'm saying? You're you don't to- need you're, it. You're completely wrong. What? <laughs> yeah, there's tons of atmosphere because, you know, there's the piano jazz score. <laughs> this Here's the thing. There's atmosphere, but there doesn't need to be atmosphere. <laughs> it does need to be atmosphere because it's a romance. But it's not a romance. <laughs> there's no... We haven't even gotten to that part yet. We haven't even gotten to that part yet, but... You don't need atmosphere. You don't need two hours and 15 well, minutes of this movie. <laughs> Maybe. Because, I mean, here's the thing, though. I mean, I think there's also a disconnect because who's the, who is this movie meant for? You know, you know, to be fair, you are young and mm-hmm. I am old. And yeah. I think that's one of the reasons why I also like this movie so much. It's definitely for old people. Yeah. And that, you know when you're older and you know, you, you know, you have to navigate social, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, the social circles and people and friends and mm-hmm. relationships, you have to be very careful in how you do that. That's you fair. Know? I mean, there is a lot of like, yeah, there's a lot of social like politics amongst these people in their interpersonal relationships. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> So I, that might it's be the disconnect so, there. It's so boring, though. <laughs> I, I loved it. <laughs> I'm glad you liked it, Stephen. I'm glad you liked it. Okay, I'm officially the only person who likes this movie. Okay, that's fair. That's You're fair. not the only person, I'm sure. I just didn't, I, I didn't enjoy it very much. I'm sorry. Okay, that's, no, you have nothing to be sorry about. Okay. Your points are valid. Okay. Yeah. But I, okay. If I was, if, so if I got this script and if I was making it, you wouldn't tell me to, to cut it down by half an hour? No, no, no. But no. <laughs> you wouldn't? I mean, where would you cut? What would you cut? I would the- cut out the amazingly slow. Everything is slow. <laughs> All the conversations are so slow. But that's because it's building a mood. It's building. Yeah, it's definitely building, it's building a, mo- a mood. And it's a complex it mood. <sighs> no, it does pay off. It does pay off. But we'd have to get to the plot in order to sh- show. It's about a lot of things. Okay. It's very complex. All right. I don't. I actually want to get into that too. Okay. I don't want to just like crap on it the entire time. Right. 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 So hold me back. I guess. But where do we where do we start now? Um, okay, they're both on the plane, right? The 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 politician lady's husband. I don't know mm-hmm. what her character's name is. Colin, played by Peter Coyote, I believe. Oh, I'm talking about the the politician lady, uh, Kristen Scott Thomas. Yeah, her name is Kay, and the, okay. the her character's name is Kay. So Kay's husband is on the plane, as well as Dutch's husband. No, Dutch's wife. Dutch's wife. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so they're both on the plane. Um, not only are they on the plane, they're sitting next to each other. Yes. And not only are they sitting next to each other, Harrison Ford's wife, she's not... They, they didn't book the seats as, you know, his name and her name. They booked it as Mr. and Mrs. Colin, you know, whatever it was. Yeah. And so it shows the divers of this, this plane crash. And they're like, it shows them underwater, both mm-hmm. dead, but they're sitting side by side. Um, so then basically the next part of the movie is, you know, Harrison Ford trying to find out where his wife is, if she's on that plane. Mm-hmm. She, he decides that he thinks she is. Um, and then he goes to her place of business or where, wherever she works. Yeah. What, what happened is because, because her name wasn't on the passenger list, yeah. they don't know that it's 
his wife that's missing. Yeah. So, you know, that that's like the first mystery mm-hmm. in this movie. So then the airport people show up. I think it's mm-hmm. Southwest Airlines or something. Yeah. Not that that, not that, that matters. Well, well, wait, no. First, we got to go to the, her place of business, right? Because oh, there yeah, he finds yeah. out mm-hmm. that there's no shoot. There's no magazine shoot. So she lied to him. Yeah. And so he's like, well, what do you mean? And he's, you know, he's trying to figure this out. And he's trying to figure out who knows where she is. Yeah. And there's like, like five women mm-hmm. that she works with. And he's trying to get information about them, mm-hmm. about where her wife might be. Mm-hmm. Because she said that she was at a shoot, but then they have to explain to him that her company doesn't have a shoot at that time. Yeah. So she couldn't have been in Miami for that reason. Mm-hmm. And so she might have gone to Miami for personal reasons. Personal reasons. That she didn't tell him. Yes. Yeah. And so the, the owner guy comes out and he's like, I'm very sorry to inform you that. And he's like, super, please don't hit me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> please don't hit me, irate husband. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Harrison Ford then like immediately goes home and starts like throwing her stuff away, right? Well, or well, packing it up. Well, before we get to that, before we get to that, as he is talking to his wife's coworkers about this stuff, mm-hmm. he talks about it with like such a flat effect. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, he stopped being a husband and he started being a cop. Yeah. And all he wants to do is say, you know, get to the bottom of this mystery. Yeah. You know, and, and find out about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then he goes home and it's really weird because like, well, it's not weird. I know why he does it because what he does is like he starts uh, cleaning out the fridge. Yes. But instead of dumping the old food, he just dumps the Tupperware. <laughs> well, the yeah. He just throws the whole thing in the garbage. Yeah. Yeah. But I think and yeah, he starts starts throwing like a lot of things away. But I think what that is, I think that was just more of a coping mechanism for him, you know, because he's dealing, you know, his wife died. He, you know, he's pretty sure his wife died. He's pretty sure that she died while having an affair on him. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, he's not thinking straight, you know? And I think that kind of signals the start of his decline that happens throughout the movie. Yeah, it absolutely does. But it's like, I, I just think it's like indicative of his characters. Like, Oh, I'm going to go home and throw everything she ever had away. <laughs> I'm going to strip the sheets of the bed and <laughs> burn her clothes. Well, I don't, I don't think she was, I don't know. I don't, I don't think, I don't think she was, he was doing that, you know, out of meanness to her. I think it was like, no, he got the stuff out. He got her stuff out of the shower in the medicine cabinet and just started throwing away. Well, that's true too. Oh, I see. Okay. You're saying it's part of him. It's like, he, I need to deal with this grief, but I'm a man and I can't show emotion. So I got to like, you know, I got to get rid of stuff. Well, I, you know, I, I don't know how. Okay. I think what it's just showing is that he's trying to process something and yeah. doesn't know how to process it. Yeah. So he's just processing it in a chaotic, messy yeah. fashion. Yeah. Either that or it was bad screenwriting and direction. Take your pick. <laughs> okay. All right. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. That could, that could make sense. Yeah. Yeah. So he's throwing everything away. And we're, what, I mean, what do we have with, with Kay? She's... How does she find? Oh well, the Southwest Airline people show up to him, mm-hmm. and they're like, "He plays the message that she sent." I like that they didn't. He didn't like try to explain it to them. He just plays the message for them, <laughs> yeah. and and also he makes them carry his groceries, and that's like a little yeah, detail that um, I liked. And and one of them was played by Len Thigpen, and <laughs> she was the chief in uh, Where in the World Is Carmen Sandiego? Okay, and she was the DJ in The Warriors. Oh, okay. She looked familiar. Yeah. Yeah. 
That makes sense. Let me see. And the other airline guy. This is very posh man. Very. Yeah, that's Paul. <laughs> that's Paul Guilfoyle. And he's a he's a he's a well-known character actor. And he's been in, you know, a couple of movies, but he's also had a re- recurring uh, spot in the original CSI. Oh, OK. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With one of my favorite actors, William Peterson. OK. Yeah. So they show up and basically they give him the list of the... Well, he takes the list. He takes the list <laughs> and he puts it in the pocket. Because that's pocket. a plot point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, yeah. He takes the list. He's like, can I see the list? And I, well, I'm not supposed to do that. And she's like, well, I'll give him the list. So he looks at the list and the other guy's like, yeah, I need that list back. And then Harrison Ford's like, they'll give you another one. He just puts it in his pocket. It's <laughs> yeah. great. That was great. Yeah. yeah. He does the grouch so well. <laughs> I yeah. wonder why. <laughs> um, so then we also get the, um, so the K, the politician lady running for mm-hmm. Congress, she is in the middle of taping basically uh, a commercial for herself, a promotional, you know, video. Mm-hmm. Um, and then those people also show up to her mm-hmm. and they're like. And, and the reason why they find mm-hmm. out is because nobody has called about that particular couple. Mm, okay and the reason why was because they were it was under her husband's mr and mrs yeah so you know you know so in so she didn't know and also he lied to her about the plane that he was taking yes he said he was going to go to new york yes and it was a miami plane that crashed yes so then you know these airline reps they have to go to her Mm -hmm. and low-key you know (laughs) break it to her yeah that her her husband was cheating on her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and dead. Yeah, and dead. Yeah, <laughs> and he's dead. Yeah. Um. So she is, she's affected. Mm-hmm. Um. Kind of in disbelief and shock. Um. She's she's like they have they they tell her that she has a certain amount of time to tell her daughter that you know yeah he's dead yeah before before they release the whole casualty list in the press mm-hmm. they have to. Notify all the families first. Yeah. So then they basically try and get them both, um, both Kay and Dutch, to go down to wherever the plane was. But separately, not together. Yes, separately. Separately, sorry. To identify the bodies. Mm -hmm. So, can we skip to there? Well, that's kind of an interesting moment because Kay and her daughter, was her daughter there? Her daughter wasn't there. No. Okay, well, it was just Kay. And so what they do is they take the dead body and they put it up under the camera for the face. Yeah. And then the victims see it on a monitor. Mm-hmm. So Casey's her dead husband and, you know, she's affected. And then her friend, you know, comforts her and, you know, rubs her back and, and then they turn it off. Mm-hmm. But when Harrison Ford sees his dead wife, he just stares at that monitor mm-hmm. and he just keeps staring. And then eventually they decide to turn it off. Yeah. So yeah. that's bit of a character moment right there i liked that i didn't mm-hmm. know exactly what it meant at the time but i think that makes a lot of sense as far as yeah know. yeah i did like that choice so, but they're in the lobby and he before they identify the bodies he sees her i don't know it's like his first glimpse of her i don't know why that's important other than maybe he knows that that's um who is no okay no he doesn't know yet yeah i think i just think that's foreshadowing yeah um, because we it's what is it? It's dramatic irony in that we, as the audience, we know that there's a connection there, mm-hmm. but the character themselves don't know that they're connected yet. Yeah. So, yeah. So then what happens next? They identify the bodies. Then Harrison Ford goes again to, into investigation mode. 
Yeah, what he does is he he looks at he looks at the the list that he got from the airlines, mm-hmm. and then he looks at the list of casualties from the newspaper, mm-hmm. and he figures out who it was mm-hmm. uh, based on that. Yeah, yeah, gay's husband. Be- because the uh, you know the one husband who didn't also have a dead wife. Yes, that's how he figures it out. Yes, yeah. Okay, so then they have the funerals. They show the funerals, and his wife's coworkers give him some of her stuff. Well, it's not just that. <laughs> he starts as soon as the funeral ends, he mm-hmm. starts interrogating his yes. wife's secretary. Yes, <laughs> like it's a full on. <laughs> he's he's in cop mode. He's, yeah, <laughs> he's in cop mode. He doesn't even wait. He just goes in full cop mode and like interrogates her. Like, oh, well, my wife was in Miami. Like, what other dates was she in Miami? And she's like, I don't know. I, I, this is a funeral. <laughs> he's the kind of guy that you would never want to like work a service industry job and have to deal with him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways, sorry. Yeah. And and she's like, um, yeah, yeah, I have some of her personal things from her desk and he's like, I'll take them now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, he he looks it over back at his place. Mm-hmm. And then she has the funeral and she talks about meeting him, her husband for the first time. And it's all very emotional and stuff and she doesn't know yet. Oh no, she does know. I'm sorry. Well, she's she, still kind of in not, denial. Yeah, yeah. She's she's very much in denial, and she hasn't had confirmation that her husband has cheated on her, yeah. or as you know, Harrison Ford has. Mm-hmm. So, so then I don't know. The next part's blurry in my mind. Well, what happens is oh, you know, Harrison Ford visits her. Yes. Yeah. Finds her apartment and just goes to her apartment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's so funny. It's so funny. Yeah, Dutch visits. <laughs> visits her mm-hmm. she has no no idea who he is yeah. you know um and so like he he introduces himself as you know somebody whose wife also died in that plane crash yeah um well he's and, like i'm a cop but i'm not on duty no, no. <laughs> so go ahead <laughs> yeah 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 he introduces himself as a cop and she says uh are you investigating and he's like um i'm a policeman but i'm not working right now and i wrote down liar <laughs> <laughs> You're a liar. <laughs> He's totally on the job. He's totally in investigation mode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So then they talk and he's like, basically, he wants to confront her and be like, yeah, what did you know? And when did you know it? Yeah. Or why our partners were cheating mm-hmm. on, on us. And she's very much like, uh, no, they weren't. They weren't. And um, yeah, he, he does. He kind of dodges around the question for a little bit. Then he finally was like, hey. And she's like, get out of here. I don't want to talk to you. My daughter's coming home soon. Yeah. So then the daughter comes up and says hi to him. And that's um, when he heads out. Yeah. Is she carrying... She's carrying his briefcase, though. Her uh, Kay's husband's briefcase, though, right? Um, stuff? Yeah, the stuff from the plane that they yeah left downstairs. Also, the daughter... This is what I... I thought this was hilarious. The daughter is Kate Mara. Yeah. Who I know from this like dumb comedy movie called Zoom... <laughs> from 2006 starring tim allen as a superhero flash type character yeah yeah you've seen it no but i know of it yes i watched that movie so many times we had it on dvd as well. <laughs> <laughs> well what really made her she she really made her mark in house of cards mm, okay yeah yeah that's how she got well known 
Gotcha. Well, yeah. she's, I mean, she's a good actor, but yeah, I think she was also in the shooter with Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I'm looking at her IMDb type thing and it's shooter. She was in Brokeback Mountain. She was in Iron Man 2. Mm-hmm. She was in The Martian, mm-hmm. uh, Fan Four Stick. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. She played, she played the Invisible Woman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I forgot that for a reason. <laughs> she's the daughter in this movie and she's carrying mm-hmm. up uh, her dad's stuff and she's going through the stuff. Uh, we cut to the bedroom, uh, the mom's bedroom. Oh, she's that's going through right. the stuff and there's a gift in there. Yeah. And, you know, Kay is just like, oh, it must be for you. But yeah. she knows it's not for her. So she hands her this very expensive bracelet. Well, I don't know if she knows if it's not for her or not. I don't know at that point. Mm. I don't know. I know that we know, and that's enough to make me uncomfortable in that moment. Yeah, she just (laughs) gave her daughter the gift that her husband was going to give to his lover. Weird. But she may not have known that it was for her. I think she knew, but she was trying to cover it up for herself. I think she was still denying, but also trying to make it seem like to her daughter that everything was still cool. I gotcha. So yeah. Also, well, well, well. Question: If you're mm-hmm. writing this movie, yeah. Let's say you're writing this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, the guy gave. You know, it was a bracelet. Mm-hmm. Would you have it inscribed with the name of the of of who you were cheating with? Would you have it inscribed? I feel like that would make things go too fast. Okay, that would make the plot progress too quickly. Okay, that's fair. And this is a slow movie. This is a, <laughs> such a slow movie. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. This is just... Uh, yes. Yes. This movie is very plain to me. I'm sorry. But, like, even, like, everything about it... Like, the, the cinematography is the most, like, practical, boring, <laughs> 90s cinematography. It's just... There's nothing interesting about the way it looks at all. Anyways, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know. I liked some of the close-ups. <laughs> Okay. All right. So there's some interesting shots in here. Mm -hmm. All right. Maybe. Like the empty room. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I like the empty room shots. And when Dutch and when Harrison Ford and Kristen Scott Thomas are in the car for the first time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Those are all close ups. Yeah. In the cabin. (laughs) Those are close ups too. Yeah. That are very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Wait, what, what part of the cabin? Like the the sex scene? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that was the best looking part of the movie, I guess. Even though it's just Harrison Ford. <laughs> Harrison Ford sliding his hands. He's just pawing at this Pawing at her panties. This poor 30s. Like, okay, how old is he during making this movie? It's like... Uh, well, he couldn't have been that old. It was only 99. He was probably in his 50s, though. Yeah, and yeah. she was supposed to be in her late 30s. She's supposed to be, but she's an actress, so we don't know for sure. And It's not that. There was, not, there was no chemistry, though. <laughs> you think so? Well, Did I mean, think? that might be the point of the movie, though. Mm. And we can get into that later. Maybe, but I don't yeah. think that movie is that self-aware. <laughs> my, I think it is. I think it really is. But we'll get okay. to that. We'll get to that. All right. Okay. I don't want this episode to be as long as that movie is. Um, <laughs> how do we get? How do we talk about it more? Okay. 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 So what happens next? What happens next? Okay. So Dutch goes home. He goes. Uh, they go through the things. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Where? Right. 
he goes home. He finds out that the bartender from earlier is dead. Yeah. He's bloodied up in the back of a trash compactor. Yeah. Um, a dumpster. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so... And yeah. the girl who had the gun from high school... Yes. She was there. The girl with the cool hair. Yeah. She, yes, she's in the, the crowd just watching the crime scene investigators do their job. Exactly. Or actually not do their job. The crime scene investigation investigator was like smoking a cigarette and like, I don't want to go through that dumpster. Yeah. Well, I'll see also points out that this is not a internal affairs case anymore. Yes. This is a homicide case. Yes. But Harrison Ford is convinced that Dennis Haysbert, you know, did this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So he's investigating. He's doing another investigation that he really shouldn't be doing anymore. Well, he kind of should be, but it's not his jurisdiction, but he is investigating the guy. Yeah, George, but he should not be investigating the death. Is yes. like what his partner's saying. The, yes. the death of the witness against the guy. Yes. Yeah. So we get there, and then we 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 go back to. They have another conversation again. He says to you know, Kay, what's the last thing that your husband about your husband that you remember that you know is true? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what he's trying to get. That's what he's investigating this whole time. It's like, what's the last thing I know? Of my wife that was true did she actually have feelings for me and if she lost feelings when did she you know when did those feelings leave did she really love you know the other guy or was it just sex if it mm-hmm. was just sex you know why mm-hmm. so it steadily becomes an obsession for him oh for sure yeah yeah and so, and so what he does is you know he doesn't he, He's, he tries to investigate his wife mm-hmm. and, and her whereabouts, but he also investigates the congresswoman's husband. Yes. And that's what causes Kay to, like, you know, finally sit down and talk to him and, and confront him about this stuff. Yeah, he, like, stalks her. He, like, shows up on her jogging route. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was wild. Yeah, so they have a conversation. She's like, leave me the crap alone. Yeah, she wants to move on. She doesn't care anymore. She doesn't want to know. Yeah. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Also, it's better for her campaign to be ignorant about it because if she, if it gets out, then she's toast. Like she's right now, she's a sympathetic widow. Mm -hmm. But if it finds out that like her husband was having having an affair, it's a whole scandal. Right. So she's like, don't tell me. I don't want to know. But she already does know. Um, Then we come back to Harrison Ford investigating. I thought this was a great line. He goes, well, also he goes to George's wife, right? The dirty cop's wife. Her place of business. Yeah. And he's like, I'm here to ask you some questions. And she's like, um, he was with me. And he's like, when? And she's like, whatever, whenever it is what you're going to ask me about. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a great line. Yeah. He doesn't get anything out of her. But then later on, we found out that that really pisses off George, mm-hmm. obviously. Okay. So then he goes and investigates more of his wife, Kay. Um, he goes and he talks to, I'm going to call her a black haired fashion lady. Um, yeah, she's, she is an incredible character. She's a strange, interesting I think, character. I think she might be my favorite character That's in this fair. movie That's because fair. she's so ambiguous. Yeah, she is so ambiguous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, what happens is like she, she's, she's like, yeah, this happens to some people, and you know, you know, that's just the way it is. And he's like, um, would you have told me? You know, would it, well. She goes into a story mm-hmm. about how she spilt milkshake on her outfit mm-hmm. when, um, and so she went home. Um, mm-hmm. and when she went home, she heard her boyfriend, yeah, 
having sex with somebody else in the shower. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and so she was like, yeah, it really hurt me. But then, but in that moment, I forgot that I was seeing somebody else on the side. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So she just like completely denied it. And she said, I I made sure to never go home early again. Yeah. 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 She she would make sure that she called ahead before she went home ever again. So you know, it's that thing where it's like that that dance, mm-hmm. you know, some older people will play where, you know, you have to keep up appearances, mm-hmm. but not everything is as it seems. Yeah. And she said that without basically without affairs, she would feel old without that. Sort yeah. Of, yeah. What is it? Involvement? She said romantic involvement with with other people. She would feel old, which I thought was this. it's a very interesting theme. Uh, the fun of life is over is yeah. what she said. Yeah. Yeah. Which. I mean, okay, here's my take on that. Uh-huh. Um, if you're married to somebody that makes you feel that the fun of life is over, <laughs> get a divorce <laughs> and get married to somebody that you can still have fun with mm-hmm. while being married. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I know that's very difficult for a lot of people to do, mm-hmm. but I mean, you know, I, I think that's the better, wiser choice. Yes, much more than... Just basically betraying your partners constantly. Yeah. But. Which <laughs> we find out later. Because, which brings up another point. Because, um, what is it? Um, Bonnie Hunt's character. Mm. Kay's friend. Yes, Kay's best friend kind of thing. Yeah. Um, like, before, when she was jogging with Kay. Mm-hmm. At some point in the movie, she jogs with Kay. Oh, yeah. And she talks about how she misses the fun of college. Yes. And then there's... And, and that happens at some point in the movie. But another part... It's around this part. She's she's like... She says uh, to, like, I think her friend. Uh, not her husband, but he might be a friend. And he's, mm-hmm. she's like, I think she knows. I mm-hmm. think she knows. And, you know, then they have a conversation about fundraising and stuff. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not covering up for you, though. Yeah. 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 Which I didn't really pick up on. I thought it was strange, but I didn't quite get it all. Yeah. This movie's a lot different when you watch it a second time. I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. He talks to the black haired fashion lady and then Mm. cue the Miami music, (laughs) which is. Yeah. What? Yeah. So what happens is Harrison Ford tells Kristen Scott Thomas that she's going to go that he's going to go to Miami mm-hmm. and she to you know find out more because they would fly down to Miami. Yes. So the the the, the K and well, K's husband. husband and Dutch's wife. That's right. Sorry. They would go down they would often go down to, to Miami. And so mm-hmm. like he wants to scope it out there. Mm-hmm. And he invited her to come along. Yeah. Okay. So now cue Miami music, which is like <laughs> steel drums and like castanets. And yeah. Sorry, we live in Florida. So it's like, that's, that's not what Miami sounds like. But um, it's just like, it's funny how exotic they make it seem. Well, um, well, well, the funny thing is like, you know, the nighttime scene. I'm like, did they really film this in Miami or do they film this in LA? And they could have filmed it on signs. Yeah, they could have filmed it anywhere. Although the walking part around, when they're walking around Miami, I was like, okay, that actually does kind of feel like downtown yeah, Miami. Yeah, that might be Miami. Or, I mean, they did a good job of making it feel like it yeah, either way. Yeah. But yeah, so they, they're in Miami. I don't, I don't know what, what well, they're investigating. He talks, he's still on investigation. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's in investigator mode. And so uh, what it is, is his wife works at Saks Fifth Avenue and they do catalogs. So mm-hmm. they sh- do um, shoots with models to show off their fashion. 
So he talks to a photographer that his wife worked with mm-hmm. to like, was he was, you know, he asked the photographer, you know, the photographer pours them both a cup of coffee mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah, did you know, you know, did my wife come here on these dates? And he's like, I don't know. And, you know, um, he's super shady. Everyone is like super. I don't know if I want to talk about this with the guy. Well, that's which the, is understandable, but that yeah, that's the theme. That's the theme of this movie. Yeah, it's like you know, when somebody is cheating on you, mm-hmm. you're the last person to know, mm-hmm. but also everybody else around you sees it and knows it. Mm-hmm. And you know, the question then is, you know, do you tell them? Mm-hmm. Do you want to, you know, get involved with that? Do you want to interfere with that? Do you mm-hmm. want to be the re- you, like, you know, I know that the thought process is, you know, do I want to be the reason why they break up? Even though you telling them that they're being cheated on mm-hmm. isn't the reason why they'll break up. It's the partner cheating on them. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, like, yeah. but like, you know, that's like, is it my business? Is mm-hmm. it my place? This is their relationship. Should I interfere with that? That, and that's that's a tough road to well, what, go what about down. you would you it does depend on the situation um would you tell someone probably not really yeah yeah probably. Even, what if it's like your friend no probably not that's no. crazy no why i mean there's it's not my place and mm-hmm. i also don't know what's going on between the two of them like interesting yeah, like they may have something going on between them that I don't understand because I'm not part of their relationship, you know, because especially nowadays, like, you know, back in 1999, you know, this wasn't such a big thing, but nowadays it's a little more prevalent and it's open relationships. Yeah, but like you could just ask them. But is it, but is it my business to know if they're in an open relationship or not? I don't know. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. I hear you. Yeah. Interesting. Like how much of, of my friend's relationship? Yeah. Because <laughs> those are also intimate details too. Mm-hmm. You know. So. So yeah, I I probably just mind my own business. <laughs> gotcha. But I'm also old and yeah. tired and just trying to get <laughs> from one day to the next. Yeah. You know. All right. Well, back to the movie. Yeah. Uh, the fashion photographer is like. Well, Harrison Ford asks him, did you sleep with my wife? Yeah. He's like, I'm going to ignore that um, because you're grumpy. But he doesn't answer the question, which I thought was hilarious. Like, (laughs) we don't know. Well, first, well, 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 it's it's a lot better than that. It's a lot slower. Yeah. Harrison Ford asks, did you sleep with her? (laughs) Did you sleep with her? And, you know, he just takes his cup of coffee Mm -hmm. and he just pours it out. And he's like, I know you're hurting because of your wife's death. So I'm going to excuse that question. Mm-hmm. And then he walks away. <laughs> Doesn't answer at all. But yeah, also pretty like, I don't know. I liked that performance. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Yeah. So then they go to this club. Dutch and Kay go to this club. <laughs> it's called the La Roca Club or whatever. Yeah. Or La Roca, which I, I think is funny because I had a professor whose name was La Roca. Mm-hmm. Anyways. But it's one of those still drum, yes. you know, still drum, you know. Yeah, dancing. Harrison, Harrison Ford is like, "Did your husband like classical music?" And she's no, 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 no. no, no, no he's no. like, "Did you like Latin? Does he like this kind of Latin stuff?" <laughs> yeah, she goes, "No, my, my husband like classical music." He's like, "Are you sure?" <laughs> I just, oh, but I mean that brings up a good point. You uh-huh. know, no, is, it does. is like you know, you can. I mean, 
this movie it actually kind of reminds me of gone girl mm. in a way have you seen that no i haven't but i know about it okay yeah because you know that movie too it's all about you know you, you can't as much as you know mm-hmm. about the person you're in a relationship with, mm-hmm. you can't know everything. Yeah. So there's always that sense of doubt and, mm-hmm. you know, suspicion that can happen. And yeah. Yeah. You know, you think, you know, your your partner, but also, you know, the thing is, is like, we all evolve as people, mm-hmm. you know? So it could have been like when she knew him, mm-hmm. he only liked classical, mm-hmm. but you know, either, you know, he evolved and he liked Latin, you know, came to like and enjoy Latin music or he was introduced to it yes. <laughs> by Harrison Ford's wife yeah, and decided to enjoy it through that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they go into the club and the, they're like flamenco dancers mm-hmm. and uh, it's very like, you know, erotic dancing. It's like, it's, I mean, it's not like erotic dancing. Well, more like sensual. It's yes, very sensual. sensual. Um, the part, the dance partners are very like, you know, yeah. So they're both uncomfortable mm-hmm. and they start to leave. Harrison Ford is basically leading her out by her shoulder or whatever. And a stranger's like, yo, that's Kay, whatever her face is. Take a picture. Well, um, well she's, she's my congresswoman. Yes, she's my congresswoman. So snaps a picture. Well, well, not only snaps a picture of her and Harrison Ford coming out of the club, but then like hands it to Harrison Ford <laughs> to like yeah. take a picture of of him and Kay together. <laughs> yes. Yes. So there's two pictures taken. And so then they leave and... Well, they leave and she's like, oh my God, you know, newspapers might get those pictures. And Harrison Ford is like, hold on. And she's like, what are you doing? I'm going to go get the film. <laughs> she's like, you can't mug people like that. <laughs> you really are a cop, aren't you? <laughs> is what she like basically yeah. says. Yeah. So, but then he doesn't go after her. She's just like, eh. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll get out, and then that's when they have a talk, and where he's like, "Sooner or later, later everyone knows everything," mm-hmm. which I think is kind of like sort of the thesis of this movie, maybe. Yeah, everything comes out in the end. Yeah. Also, I liked a detail of this where everyone in Miami basically is a couple around them, and the ba- all the background actors, all the extras are like making out and hugging and stuff, and it just like elevates that feeling of them being betrayed. I don't It's just like everyone's a happy couple except them and they're mm-hmm. heartbroken, basically. Well, that might explain what's about to come next. Mm. Because what happens next is like, she's like, uh, what time is it? My flight out of here is nine. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, it's eight o'clock now. Why don't you stay over? And she's like, no, I don't want to stay over. Mm-hmm. So then they both get on the same plane, mm-hmm. but they sit, you know, a few seats away from each other. They have to pretend like they don't know each other. So as to not, um, you know, arouse suspicion as her being like having an affair right after her husband's death. Yeah. But this part, it's really filmed from Kay's POV. Mm. You know, if you notice, um, because it's like her, her watching him. It's supposed to be very like, you know, tension building. Like the sexual tension is supposed to be like building here mm-hmm. as they try to pretend like they don't know each other. Yeah. I don't know if it was like, it didn't feel very effective just cause I don't, I don't think they pulled it off. I don't think Harrison Ford and, her did were had chemistry it was just like well 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 let's go ahead and well well we'll talk about it after we talk about what happens next yeah okay so they pretend they don't know each other on the plane ride on the plane ride Mm -hmm. they get to the airport uh, after they land and then they just start talking to each other well he's like he's like so so what are you gonna do from here and and he's like well i'm gonna go home take the metro 
yeah, well, the Metro's closed. And so, you know, why don't you ride in my car? I'll give you a ride. And he's like, okay. So they walk to her car and she gives him the, her keys. And mm-hmm. he's like, you know where you're driving. You take the keys. Mm-hmm. So he gets in the driver's side. She gets in the passenger seat. And then she starts wailing on him, you know, yeah. <laughs> just being She's mad and pissed angry. Off. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's part of the, you know, the denial and she's hurt mm-hmm. uh, because it's like, you know, earlier she said the two of them were talking and, you know, he, you know, and it was that thing where, you know, he wants to know, he wants to know. Mm-hmm. And she's like, why? You know, you can't divorce them, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, they're both angry at their partners for cheating on them, mm-hmm. but their partner is dead. So they still have to grieve them. Yeah. And that leads to very complicated emotions. I did like that aspect of this movie, but again, yeah, I, I did like that aspect. I'll just say that. Okay. Maybe not executed as well as it could have. Is yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, so then she wells at him and, <laughs> and then he just like, like just headbutts her with his mouth. Basically. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's just, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I like any Harrison Ford like love scene. <laughs> like it's just very, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very. It's like rough. It's like she's angry at him and fighting him half the time, but she's also making out with him. Yeah, and she's also like helping him touch her, basically. Yeah. So it's not. It's not like it's non-consensual. It's just like it's just she's angry. She she's angry and upset, but not at him in that moment. Yeah. And and she still wants wants him basically because she but she wants to be comforted yes and you know that's kind of what I was getting at before is basically you know another reason why I like this movie is this is trauma bonding yes the movie from yeah. this point out it's trauma bonding the movie yeah absolutely yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's two people who have nothing in common with each other mm-hmm. except you know a common trauma yeah. And then they try to work it out as a relationship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is an interesting theme, too. So there's a lot of interesting themes in this movie. Yeah. 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 So, but then she drops him off at his home or he drives himself home. Yeah. Yeah. And he's it, like, it, it, <laughs> do you want to say that? No, you say it. I don't even know if I have it written down. So you say it. She's like, oh, well, 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 yeah, yeah. Harrison Ford, you know, drives them both to his place. Mm-hmm. And, and he goes to her and he's like, do you want to come in? <laughs> She's like, don't be ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> She's pissed. Yeah. Still in denial mode. Yeah. And so, yeah, he gets out and yeah, she, she drives away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So then we sort of see and that and yeah, so what happens that then is he goes to his house and there's a message on the machine from Big George. Yes. Who he and he's like, don't you ever talk to my wife again? Mm-hmm. And what does he do, Dan? <laughs> he goes to where he knows George will be somehow, which is Yeah, what he does is he calls a service where you can find out where a person called you from and he gets that number mm. and then he finds out where that number's from mm. and it's from a bowling alley. Yeah, I think yeah. George is out on parole right now too. He got because he made bail. Yeah. So yeah, so he goes directly to that bowling alley, takes a bowling ball, and like punches his partner, George's partner, and then just throws the bowling ball at him and just like hits him over the head with a chair. Yeah. So they get into a brawl, <laughs> and then uh, they basically get, yeah they just beat up on each other. Yeah. And his partner meets him outside the bowling alley like in the morning, I think. Mm-hmm. 
And his partner's like, hey, man, what are you doing? Like, you're, you just assaulted someone. You're going to, like, ruin this case that we've been trying to build. And this isn't, this isn't how you investigate something. Yeah, yeah. So, so Harrison Ford has gone from a by-the-book cop to, you know, a cowboy cop on the edge. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't care. And his partner's like, just go to a psychiatrist and maybe they'll have some, take it easy on you because, you know, your wife just died. And maybe that's why you're acting out. Which wouldn't be a lie. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but how many movies would... How many fewer movies would we have if the characters just got therapy? <laughs> we wouldn't have any movies, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Practically. Yeah. Not that therapy fixes every single problem, but yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the partner's like... And then also, is this where... This is where Harrison Ford confronts his partner, right? Let me check. Sorry, I wrote it down. No, 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 no. That's later. Okay. That happens right. later. That's yeah. later. All right. So then we got to Kay's house. Mm-hmm. And then her daughter, they're doing dishes together. And then Kay noticed that, it, that her daughter doesn't, isn't wearing the bracelet. Mm-hmm. And she's like, why? And then, you know, she's reluctant to tell her mother. But she says, you know, that bracelet wasn't meant for me. It was meant for, you know, um, Harrison Ford's wife. And so she figured it all out. Yeah. You know. Which I also thought was really cool because I, I, you know. People, I like smart characters. Mm-hmm. So her daughter putting it all together was a very smart thing to do. Yeah. And it was also, well, I mean, it highlights, you know, what I said before. Everyone you, else. You're, yeah. You're it. the last one to know. Mm-hmm. You're the last one to see it mm-hmm. when it happens to you. Yeah. So then. And then we get to the fundraiser scene. Well, Kay's very emotional. She calls yeah. Harrison Ford up oh, yeah, in the middle of the right. night. And she's like, I'm thinking about quitting running. Um, and Harrison Ford, I thought this was a cool well, scene. Uh, did you say she talks on the answering machine? Yes. Oh, yeah. She talks <laughs> on the answering machine. So it's playing out loud. Harrison Ford hears her and is listening on the answering machine, but he's not like answering the actual phone. Mm-hmm. And so she's about to, she hangs up and just as he decides to pick up the phone finally to talk to her. But alas, she's not there. Yeah. So he decides to try and get her not to quit. So again, the political rally the next day or whatever. Yeah. The fundraiser. Fundraiser. He shows up, gives her a check of a donation, mm-hmm. which I was like, what are you doing there? You're going to get them her scene now for sure. You're just like, anyways, that mm-hmm. was besides the point. Well, I mean, that's kind of what I love about this scene because there's a lot of talking and subtext mm-hmm. in this scene because, you know, she needs to go up and give a speech and, and she says out loud, you know, don't anybody leave without giving me the chance to talk to you. Yeah, while looking directly at Harrison Ford. Yeah, so even though she says to everybody else, he's, you know, he knows that it's meant for him. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, so she does the speech, and then, you know, she glad hands everybody, and then she goes to, to the elevator. On the way to the elevator, she doesn't see Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. So she goes in with Bonnie Hunt and her husband. And, and her, two, her two campaign runners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then that's when Harrison Ford, you know, goes into the elevator at the last minute, mm-hmm. and she's like, you know, what does she say? Uh, I think like does doesn't he like invite her somewhere, or is that later? Uh, no, she's like, I wish I couldn't. I wish I didn't have to go to that party. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, well, you do. Yeah, Harrison Ford doesn't answer her. Yes, her campaign people answer her. Yeah, Harrison Ford <laughs> and her are both looking like directly ahead, not at each other, mm-hmm. or like she's she's looking at him, but from she, behind. Yeah. yeah. Um. 
And so she's talking to everyone else in the elevator except him, but she's really talking to him. Yeah. Well, she's talking to him, but her campaign people think that she's talking to them. So yeah. they're the ones responding. I thought that was a great thing. I did too. I, I wrote that like that's like a nice, it's a nice device to put yeah. in a plot and to put in a script. Yeah. It's it's smart. Yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, it's very like obvious, um, but it's 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 cool. Yeah. So then he leaves a map on her car windshield, mm -hmm. directions to a, a place in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And she decides to go. Yeah. And it's his cabin. It's like, there's like a Harley outside and it's like, it's the most like, <laughs> <sighs> did you ever watch Parks and Rec? Yes. It's like Nick Offerman's like man cabin where he runs away from everything. <laughs> yes. It's so ridiculous to me, but I mean, it's a nice cabin. Sure. Whatever. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so he's like out there like whittling on the front porch like a man's man or whatever. <laughs> and she shows up. And um, so she's like, let's let's cut the small talk. Let's not litter this relationship or whatever. I thought that was interesting, too. Mm -hmm. And so then. Well, well, yeah. And she's like, you know, she does all this talk about, you know, do we have a future and, you know, all this other stuff. And then he just goes up to her and he says, he says, I was thinking about your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. I was like, did I hear that right? Is that what he said? <laughs> so, is that, is that how you get the girls? Okay. The most insane way to talk. <laughs> I was thinking about your mouth. <laughs> and then he just, like, again, just punches her with his lips. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and, and then we get to that, you know, sex scene. But I thought this was interesting. She says, no one else knows who I am anymore. And then he says, I know who you are. And then they... Yeah, know. yeah. Well, I mean, you know, she's also... I mean, like, like that's one of the themes. You know, she's facing kind of an identity crisis, mm -hmm. you know, at this moment. You know, you know, who, you know, who is she? You know, she's not a wife anymore. And she's trying to be a congresswoman, but she's not sure if she... Like later, you know, at the end of the film, she's like, well, I don't think I, I didn't have what it takes to be one, mm -hmm. you know, so, and she doesn't have her own identity. They kind of ex talked about that mm -hmm. earlier in the film when they said, well, you have no record. Yes. To you run know? for yeah. Congress. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, she hasn't, you know, I get the feeling like she hasn't really found herself yet. And it's also that thing. It's like, and this comes up like later in the scene. Well, mm -hmm. not this scene, but like later in this part of the movie where it's like, you know, do do you like me because you like me or do you like me because our partners cheated on each other mm -hmm. and this is how we're getting revenge for them and this is how we're getting close to our partners again by learning new things about them yeah in a and, way. and we're also comforting each other because we're both people in need of comfort yeah so trauma bonding yes you know yes back to the sex scene like it's just I just wrote down, I just wrote down, he's old. <laughs> it's just like, to me, it's just so awkward. It's just like, I yeah. don't know. It, it just felt so awkward and weird. But again, the cinematography of this scene was probably the best in the movie, okay, yeah. weirdly enough. Yeah. And but then, the, hold on, hold on. well, they're laying naked in bed. You know? Right after they had sex. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the first thing she says to him. Mm -hmm. I have to know. Are you a Democrat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh my gosh. She's trying to be playful. The ridiculous. They're doing pillow talk. Oh my gosh. What kind of pillow talk do you expect from a politician? <laughs> I mean, come on. That's the thing about this movie. It's just so vanilla and like I don't like anyone. It's about a, po- a what an annoying white politician who who is following in her father's coattails and a cop. It's ah. right. Okay. Okay, and, and and then and then she goes, you know, are you hungry? I'm hungry. So then they go to eat, and that's where you see Harrison Ford <laughs> in his button-down shirt that's completely open, and mm-hmm. yeah, they yeah, you, that's like you don't want to see. <laughs> but there's a very interesting thing that she says at some point in this part of the movie where I don't trust this any more than you do. Mm. You know, so they already have doubts about their burgeoning relationship. Yeah. You know, they're being honest and, and you know, open about it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like, it seems like she really digs him. But then, like, he starts talking about, you know, their partner's cheating. He's still investigating. Yeah, yeah. He's still obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. And, like, I wrote this down, but then later she brings it up. You know, he ruins what the two of them have by bringing up, you know, their partners. Yeah. And so it's not just the two of them. It's still the four of them. Yeah. And, you know, later on, you know, she brings that up, at you know, and, you know, you can't have a relationship, you know, based on that. Yeah, for sure. So then. And then we get to the mystery of the key. The mystery of the key. Yes. Yeah. Because he finds, he finds keys. He finds keys. And he thinks it's to the to an apartment that his wife and her, you know, Kay's husband shared. Mm-hmm. But he has no idea, you know, where it's from. You know what 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 it's a key to. Right. So he asks Kay about it mm-hmm. if if she noticed any key that she didn't know. Mm-hmm. So she looks through her husband's stuff, and she finds a key. Mm-hmm. And you know she doesn't know you know where it's to either. So then well, she she sees that it looks very similar to the same key that Harrison Ford had. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And what's great though is like, you know, Harrison Ford, you know, he flings the key away and then Kristen Scott Thomas, you know, she throws it into the drawer and closes it. Mm-hmm. So it feels like, you know, you know, this is something that they want to know about, but then they throw it away and like resolve themselves to like, well, I'll never find out about it. Mm-hmm. So I should just move on with my life. Yeah. And then she ha- Kay has a lunch with Bonnie Hunt's character. Yes. Well, yes. Well, first we get to, we, we cut back to Dutch in his investigation. Okay. So this is where he barges into that high school girl's house. Yeah. And she says, no, I don't want to talk to you guys. And he just barges into the, her house yeah. and starts like, you know, interrogating her. And she's like, I don't want to talk to you. And her, her partner is like, I mean, Harrison Ford's partner is like, he's like, you got to stop. You have mm-hmm. to stop. You're breaking all these civil liberties. You yeah. know, this person, you can't be doing this as a cop. Yeah. And, and like what he does is like, he's like, did you see, he holds up a picture of big George and he's like, did you see him at the dumpster that night? You have, you know, your brother's in jail. He might be up for parole soon. You know, have you seen this guy? Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's, you know, trying, trying to tell her, you know, if you lie and testify against uh, big George, we'll get your brother out of jail for you. Mm-hmm. That's the subtext going on there. Interesting. So now, you know, Harrison Ford, he's fully become like, he's willing to be a corrupt cop at this point. Mm-hmm. That's how far, you know, he's really fallen. 
So then his partner's like, what are you doing? And, his, and then Harrison Ford is like, oh, I bet you're on the take too. And basically like beats him up or like shoves him against this car yeah. really roughly. And yeah, why like, are you protecting him? Are you on the take too? Yeah. Yeah, that's what his he partner's asked. like, leave me alone. You're stupid, basically. And then we got back. Well, well it's more than that. It's, like, it's more like, how could you? Yeah. How could you think that about me? Yeah. You know, yeah, that was a very heartfelt moment. Yeah. Again, yeah, yeah. his partner is one of my favorite yeah. performances in this movie. Yeah. So then we get back to uh, Kay yeah. is having lunch with her, like, best friend or whatever. Yeah, yeah, because she has the money from the fundraiser. Yeah. So she needs to give it to Kay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she's sitting down with her, and um, she's talking about, you know, she, she comes right out and tells her. This is, like, the first person other than Harrison Ford that she's basically admitted openly to that her husband was cheating on her. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, she, she's, I don't do you want to take it away from this you, you, Yeah, so, like, they're talking, and Kay is talking about, you know, how, you know, she was being cheated on, mm-hmm. and, you know, all this other stuff about that, and as she goes on and on, Bonnie Hunt's character, she, you know, she puts her, 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 you know, she covers her... Her eyes. Yeah, covers her eyes, and, you know, leans her head against her hand, and, you know... You know, shying away and not saying anything, mm-hmm. and and she's like, and you know, Casey sees that Bonnie Hunt is like getting really upset by hearing this, and she's like, well, why are you so upset? You know, it's only adultery. You know, it's only bad if it happens to, if you're involved. You know, mm-hmm. and that's when she realized Bonnie Hunt was involved. Yes, and that she, um, Kay's husband had an affair with her as well. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where she finds out about the apartment. Yeah. She's like, we had this apartment. We, we haven't gone there in a year, you know, mm-hmm. or, or more. It's been forever. But, but yes, we had an apartment. And, and then she's like, yeah, I'm so sorry. And she, she gets up, uh, Kay gets up and is like, well, 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 well yeah, like, go ahead, go ahead. she's like, she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And like, the first thing that Kay says is, shut up. <laughs> I would have been so much meaner in that situation. Oh my God. Yes, but you're not a middle aged white woman, you know, drinking wine. <laughs> she calls her pumpkin, though, which I thought was. Yeah. I, I both thought it was great, but also we don't get a feeling that they have like a very close relationship. It didn't feel like they were close, mm-hmm. but it was implying that they were. Anyways. Well, it was. Well, the funniest thing that I thought about that portion was like. You know, Bonnie Hunt was so much more upset than Kay was. And it's like, I'm so sorry, you know. You know, so it's all about her mm-hmm. and, you know, the remorse and hurt that she's feeling from, mm-hmm. ha- you know, being the adulteress. And, yeah. you know, Kay's just like, yeah, oh, fuck this. <laughs> I, I was, oh my gosh, I would have well, decked her, bro. <laughs> well, also, I mean, also, you know, Kay, she's gone through so much Yeah. by this point in the movie. Yeah, but like Bonnie, like, grabs her arm and I was like, Girl, you better let go of that arm, otherwise you're gonna get like a a knuckle sandwich, bro. I, that was yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, so then, so that's how Kay finds out where where her husband's apartment is, and you know that also says a lot about her husband at this point. Yes, because we don't know much about him. We know like you know quite a bit about Harrison Ford's wife, but we don't know anything about Kay's wife, mm-hmm. uh, Kay, Kay's husband, and so you know that he already had an affair with somebody else Mm -hmm. you know that says a lot about him you know he's already prepared he's done this before and so that's how he knew to get the apartment yeah so yeah that says a lot about him 
And, that, and that's how Kay figures out where the apartment is because her friend tells him, tells her. Yeah. And then Dutch fig- figures it out. He goes to her place of work again. Okay. To talk to her coworkers. Oh, that's right. And ask them about the keys. <laughs> and so he talks to the lady who dropped her stuff off at the funeral. The secretary. The secretary. And then also the, the black haired lady, the black haired lady is there too. Yeah. And so he's asking questions, right? And, and yeah, yeah, he's asking questions um, to the black-haired lady, and like she's being very pretty, pretty evasive, pretty evasive. Mm-hmm. And then he sees the secretary, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, was there any number or anything else like that?" And the secretary's like, "Here, let me look." And the black-haired lady like, "No, don't do that. Don't do that." <laughs> she's just <laughs> off to the side, like like face palming basically. Yeah, calling her by her, by the secretary's name. I think the secretary's name is like you know Mary Claire, and she's just going Mary Claire. Mary Claire, Mary yeah. Claire. Yeah, yeah, it's so great. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 yeah, let me help you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, here's a number that she gave me to call, you know, in case of emergencies. Here, mm-hmm. written in pencils. And then, you know, he gives it, you know, he gives her the number. And right from there, you know, he calls the police and, you know, gets a reverse directory so he can find the address for it. And the the black-haired lady is just the, the stare she gives that secretary. The stank eye, bro. The stankiest of eyes. Yes, yes. You laughed really hard at that part. I, well, you know, I try to be quiet, you know. Uh-huh. Not to, you know, when we watch these movies together, I try to be quiet, you know, not to affect. But mm-hmm. man, I can... <laughs> it was hilarious. It's... it's um. It's, it's, it's just, it, it's more, it was more, in that moment, it was more funnier to me than I was thinking about your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think it tops it, but I understand why you, why you would think it would top that. Yeah. Yeah. So then, oh, also, like, <sighs> this movie's so long. <laughs> Anyways, <sighs> when they were in Miami, we took a pee break. Mm-hmm. And I was, I saw that there was still like an hour and a half left. And I was like, how is this? Anyways. All right. But we're almost at the end, right? Yeah, yeah. So Dutch, he gets the number. He calls and uses his cop powers to get the address of mm-hmm. that number. Goes there, unlocks the door with the, his key, his yeah, wife's and, key. And it's a very slow moment. Very slow building. Mm-hmm. Building up tension. Mm-hmm. Opens the door and boom, there's Kay putting everything into plastic bags. In the apartment. Trash bags. Yeah, trash bags. And, you know, we get him, like, just complete betrayal on his face. Yeah, I wrote that down. Betrayal. Yeah. Yeah, absolute betrayal on his face. From Kay. And he is upset. And he basically starts, like, what are you doing here? And he's still investigating. He's still obsessed. Yeah, he digs through the trash to find evidence. Because that's the reason why he wanted to go to the apartment, was Mm -hmm. to find evidence about, you know... When did he lose his wife, basically, to this affair, you know? And yeah. then Kay yeah. ruined it by, you know, trying to throw everything away. Get rid of the evidence. Yeah, yeah. And he even goes too far as to dump her purse out on the counter, mm-hmm. which was like, I think was supposed to be like a... <gasps> but mm-hmm. I, mean, I didn't think it was... Well, she, and, you know, while he's doing this like a crazed madman, you mm-hmm. know, she's just standing there and, you know, just letting it all happen because she knows... Now she knows... What's really going on? Now she knows what the relationship is really based on. Yeah. And it's based on trauma bonding, not anything genuine between the two of them. So then they have a a fight, I guess. And um, 
Yeah, he digs through the trash for clues, and you know what she says is, "There's nothing here. Mm-hmm. There's nothing here." And that can be applied to a lot of context. Yeah, <laughs> in yeah. this movie, yeah. that's a very powerful line for this movie. So then they leave the apartment separately, sort yeah, of. Yeah, right? it, yeah. She says, "You know, you want to know why." She says, "You want to know why, and there is no why." Yeah, yeah. You want to know why she cheated on you? Mm. There is no why. Yeah, and you know, I thought, you know, that you know, that's kind of Lovecraftian, <laughs> kind of nihilistic. Yeah, nihilistic. You know, existential. Absurd. Yeah, existential. You know, you know, the universe does not run on sense. Yeah, you know, the world is chaotic. And you just have to accept that fact, no matter how hard you do not want to. Mm-hmm. You know, the universe does not care what you yeah. want, basically. And mm-hmm. that's one of the reasons why I love this movie so much. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, they walk out of the apartment building and uh, George shows up. Mm hmm with hold, holding a gun because he's, he's gonna he's gonna shoot dutch yeah and so um he does he shoots him in the leg mm-hmm. and then, but his partner followed yes big george yeah his partner followed big george so george follows pulls out the gun shoots dutch in the leg uh Kay is like screaming mm-hmm. and then his uh dutch's partner rams into the back of him mm-hmm. and apprehends him basically so he doesn't yeah. you know, kill him so yeah, then he's in the hospital. Yeah, Kay rides with him in the ambulance oh, to the okay. hospital. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. And so when they get there, you know, they see this congresswoman and this police detective, you know, coming, you know, coming to the emergency room together. By that, by that time the photos are out yeah. of, that were taken of them at, in Miami. Mm-hmm. And so she's holed up um she talks to Dutch for a little bit, then she goes and she's talking to her, you know, her campaign runners. And they're like, well, we can seek you at the back, basically. Mm-hmm. Wait for this to die down. And I couldn't tell she did that. I forget. It's- no, she didn't do that. What she did was she she ran out in front mm-hmm. and she was like, she was like, you know, who is Dutch to you? And she's like, you know, what is your relationship? How would you uh, describe your relationship with Dutch? And she was like, we're two people who needed friends when we needed friends. And, you know, I think of him as a friend and I hope that he does too. And then Um, she's like more than friends. And then Kay is like, surely friends. Yeah. Yeah. We're survivors. Yeah. We're survivors. Yeah. Yeah. We're more than friends. We're survivors. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. But before she goes out, when she's having that talk with Dutch, yeah, you know, they're like, well, what do you want? And, and Dutch says, I just want to let her go and move on. Mm Mm-hmm. And then Kay says, I don't know how you do that. And then Dutch says, neither do I. Mm. So that's kind of the crux of what this whole movie is about. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you let that go? Yeah. You know, you're not told, you know, you, you know, it's not something we figuring it out how to do that is mm-hmm. the process. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, that's that, I thought that was interesting. I thought that was great. Although, I mean, it's also kind of weird because she says, I don't know how you do that. You know, let her go and move on. Mm-hmm. Even though, you know, she's totally ready to move on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that that line, even though it's great, it it doesn't have a good payoff, I'll admit. You know, they, they could have rewritten that to make it have a better payoff for sure. 
But he tells her, I thought it was interesting, that if he found out about the apartment, which he was going to, he probably wouldn't have even told her either. Yeah, that's true too. Which yeah. I thought was interesting. Yeah. But yeah, so then there's like a montage of like years passing mm-hmm. or maybe a year or two. I don't know. Oh, well, it's season. the end of the year. And so the election already happened. Yeah. And then we find out how that election went because Kay is at her campaign offices and it's all empty and there's only one other guy. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to go leave now. And she, and he goes, um, okay, you know, Merry Christmas. And she's like, do I know you? And she's like, I work for your co- uh, opponent in the primary. <laughs> uh, I didn't get that. That, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, all right, well, have fun with the place or whatever, basically. Yeah. So I thought that was a nice way of saying she lost without saying she lost. So, yeah. mm-hmm. and if I was smart, I would have picked that up and it would have been more. Yeah. But anyways, so then, you know, time passes. Yeah. She's at the airport. Mm-hmm. And she sees Harrison Ford in a sports jacket drinking a Heineken. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she walks up to him and is like, starts talking to him. Um, I, nothing. Yeah, go well, ahead. Well, well, the subtext here is like, I'm better now. Yes. You want to get together. <laughs> yes. That's what Harrison Ford wants to do. Yes. And, and you know, Chris and Scott Thomas, she's like, that's okay. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Let's move on. And and Harrison's words like, okay. Well, you no, know. he's like, please, can I invite you to the movies? And she's like, that would be nice. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Yes, yes. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Damn, letting him down easy. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah. And then, you know, cue the first song that actually has lyrics as credits roll. Yeah, she's walking away and he's just watching her. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and that was the end of the movie. That was it. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, so I, I, I yesterday with a friend, uh-huh. I finished watching a seven-hour and twenty-minute movie, <laughs> and I would rather watch that one again. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know about that far, but it it didn't. The pacing was better in that seven and a half hour long movie than this one, and I don't know. The conversations went on for so. <laughs> long but this movie's a character piece it's about the characters it's about what they have to say without saying it but it's uh it's like it's not meant to be a fast-paced movie it's uh it's like a 1970s it just feels so dated i don't know like if this was if this was done if this was written faster or uh, see like the script but you can't have it fast because the fact that it's slow and that you this is a movie about peeling onions you know what i mean yes for everybody for everybody mm-hmm. you know and you know for there to be a proper payoff for all of that onion peeling mm-hmm. it needs to have a proper setup was there a proper payoff uh i i, I well <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> well, I mean, well, that's another weird thing about this movie that we haven't really talked about because this movie is three movies in one. You know, yeah. it's about, you know, Kay's election, mm-hmm. Dutch's investigation, mm-hmm. and then, you A know, plane crash. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, affairs. Yeah. So, you know, this has, you know, like four subplots at least, you know? Yeah. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on, but I, I don't think the characters, I, it just doesn't, I don't buy it. I'm not into it. I'm not, I don't okay. get their chemistry. 
which is fine. I mean, that might be a plot point. Yeah. But it's just, you know, that's kind of a theme, you know, because not because, you know, I think it's also like a play on all those other, you know, Hollywood movies where you have to have a you have to have a um, romantic interest Mm -hmm. just because it's a movie Mm -hmm. just to make it a four quadrant movie to make women want to watch it. You know what I mean? Sure, but this movie, this movie just feels like milk flavored ice cream. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. But again, the the thing is, the script is well constructed. Mm-hmm. You know, is well structured. But there's just something lacking in it. Like if if it was made by, I don't know. I feel like if it was made today, it would be it would be I would watch it and be able to palette it much more easily. Mm-hmm. But just, I don't know. The it was just so bland as far as the cinematography and the performances. The performances were not not super great, mm-hmm. but the script did have a lot to say, and that was a lot of there was a ton of themes packed into here, and yeah. a ton of like conflict, and you know how does how do we operate mm-hmm. in today's society? Why do marriages not work? Uh, you know, how, how do we deal with people? How do we live? Yeah. How do we live in a society? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And I think there's, there's a lot of good stuff in it mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I think this is, I think this is a good movie to dissect, mm-hmm. but it's not a fun watch in my opinion. I love this movie. I love it because it's so full of misery. <laughs> <laughs> so full of misery and you know nobody really comes out good in the end so yeah. yeah that is that is i was surprised by that when they didn't get together at the end i was happily mm-hmm. surprised yeah I, I thought that was cool mm-hmm. so i mean yeah props for that yeah okay anything else you want to bring up do, do you think it's lower than george washington yes <laughs> you're out of your mind george washington is a beautiful looking movie and it's interesting, I think. Okay. This movie was, it looked like <laughs> a 1990s Better Homes and Gardens magazine. Could you, could you imagine, like, if the cinematography of this movie was unlike George Washington, where, you know, there's a 60 FPS shot of Harrison Ford's hands slowly <laughs> going down to her panties? <laughs> there was! There was! That was the only <laughs> time... <laughs> That was the only time they made any interesting decisions yeah. as far as the look of this movie. Okay, okay. Well, okay. I'm sorry. You're fine. You're fine. No reason to be sorry. Your points are valid. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's kind of funny <laughs> because that movie <laughs> ended with such misery and I guess this episode is too. <laughs> so, it fits. I just think this is a really interesting pick for you. Like, I did not expect this movie at all. Well, it's like it's almost not a genre movie; it's a drama. Well, that's why you know I picked it. Like I said, it's a romance movie for people who hate romance. Yeah, you know that's exactly you know how that's that's one of the reasons why I like it so much. Yeah, you know because I mean you know what is it you know oh god what is it uh, how to lose a guy in ten days. Mm. And, you know, the wedding planner and, you know, all of those, you know, romance movies, mm-hmm. you know, how many real, you know, plays on that from like, you know, the other side, mm-hmm. you know, do you really get? 
You know, yeah. there's not a lot, you know, and I mean, that's true it, because, you know, this movie, it was filmed like a romance, Yeah, you know, it's called random hearts, you know, mm-hmm. so it's not, so, you know, I don't think of it as a drama, you know, it's kind of like a romance, but it's an anti-romance, which yeah. makes it very, very interesting to me. That is true. I will say that is something that this movie does well and stands out for mm-hmm. and is, is, is interesting. You can actually read into it. You can dig into the subtext and context. Um, yeah, I'll give it props for that. Yeah. But it, it wasn't my cup of tea. Okay. Uh, but yeah, again, I think that is really cool. And I definitely didn't, while I was watching it, I wasn't reading it that way, mm-hmm. but reading it that way is a much more interesting look at it and a much more, you know, I might be able to watch it again and get some more out of it. Right. Yeah. Not planning on doing that anytime soon. That's fine. <laughs> but, <laughs> That's fine. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Well, I I guess, you know, we we've said the all that we need to say about about Random Hearts. Mm. So, yeah. I was thinking about your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that could be in like a, a wonderful line from a serial killer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. Anyways. Alright, I guess all we have to do is say bye. Bye, guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We're, we're going to leave you like Chris and Scott Thomas left Harrison Ford now. <laughs> <laughs>